Hi, this is Michelle. Hope with Michelle. If you are a parent of a loved one who is addicted to drugs or alcohol, I'm here to help you. I'm here to bring you hope that um, you can get through this. And with the support of others who are in the same similar situation, um, it helps us feel like there is hope. Um, and I want to speak into that today. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. When I was a teenager, when I was 19, my parents, my dad took a new job from Detroit all the way into Philadelphia. And mom was worried it was going to split up the family. Most of us went with them to Philadelphia. Mom said to me, if you come, I'll pay for your first year of college. A few of my brothers didn't come there. I, I was raised with five brothers. I was the only girl. And so I went to Philadelphia with myself, and I think there were three or four of my brothers who came along. And um, when we got there, I started college I was there for a year. I really, really tried to make it my home. But after a year, I just didn't feel like I belonged. And I wanted to move back 650 miles back to Detroit. It was one of the first times I saw my father cry. And he said, well, what do you, you know, where are you going to live? I said, well, I'm going to live with grandma, his mother. And he said, well, where are you going to work? I said, well, I'm going to get a job with Ford Motor Company. He used to work for Ford. My grandpa worked for Ford. And it wasn't far from where my grandma lived. I said, I'm going to get a job as a secretary. This was back in the 19, late 1970s. Yeah, I'm dating myself. But I, I moved back and never thought twice about how I was going to do it. I just knew I was going to figure it out. And the first time I took the test, um, the typing and shorthand test at Ford Motor Company, I only passed the typing test. I didn't pass the shorthand. So I got a job at a temporary service as a, as a cleric in some kind of clerical arena. And I kept practicing shorthand, went back a month later to Ford and passed. And after that, um, I waited for their phone call to place me on a job, and I never got it. So I started calling them and making my own luck, and eventually I did land an amazing job at Ford Motor Company. Well, what? why am I telling you all this? I, I'm telling you my story because it's important when we think of our own kids that we figure out they can do it too. Well, what made me feel so competent? What gives one person confidence and another maybe not to believe in themselves? Well, there's many, many factors, but one of the factors that really helped me was my parents. They believed in me. They used to say, well, if you want it, go learn how to do it. Um, if you want to succeed, this is America, the land of opportunity. They saw opportunities. They didn't see obstacles. And because they didn't see obstacles, I didn't see them. It was kind of like I was seeing life and the world through their eyes. They didn't put the negative thoughts into my head, so therefore, I never really saw them. 
I believed I could, and therefore, I could. I'll be right back on how this will affect you and your addicted loved one. Stay tuned. This is Michelle, and I'm back bringing you hope. So today I'm talking about believing, believing in yourself, believing in your addicted loved ones. It's super important, isn't it? And I told you the story about myself and when I was a teenager and moved out all on my own and how I made it. Well, I want you to think about a time in your life when you succeeded at something Maybe you finished your college education, or you landed a job that you always wanted. Maybe you saved for a car or paved off a student loan, a car loan. You believed you could do it, and you did it one step at a time, right? Well, probably somebody in your life believed in you. Somebody encouraged you to believe in yourself. We as parents have the power to instill positive thoughts in our children and our grandchildren. Positivity is addictive and contagious, but someone has to believe first. Someone has to start the positive dialogue. We have to believe in our children and encourage them to believe in in themselves. Well, when our son was growing up, I always thought he had learning disabilities. There were times when I didn't believe he could do certain things. It was like he couldn't process information, like maybe a central processing disorder. Maybe he had this disorder or maybe he didn't, but I think somewhere along the way, I must not have been able to instill the confidence in him that he needed. No, it's not my fault and we're not supposed to blame ourselves. And I get that, I get that. But I think as a parent, we also second guess what we could have done differently. Well, here's the good thing. Um, It's not over yet, right? We can still, still influence them and help them see positivity. We can't give up. So I'm here to inspire you not to give up on your child. Believe that they can do what we have done, what we had persevered to do. And let your loved one know that their continued resistance to change um, will only result in lost opportunities that God has for them. And let them know that, oh, I see you're just resisting to change. I'm so sorry because God has so many great things in store for you. But, you know, if you, if you can't, if you can't, Um, resist this, if you can't overcome this resistance to change, you're not going to be able to take part in, in all the great things that this life has to offer you. Um, when, when our son was in, in just using all the time, we knew that he was in a bad place. I drove by his house. It was almost obsessive. Um, I think maybe some of the times because I just wanted to make sure he was still alive. But 
um, drove by his house and I could see this person in a car circling his house. And this person looked like a drug addict. And you think, well, what does that look like? Well, the types of people that he was starting to hang with had a certain look about them. And I know I shouldn't peg them all, but there's drug culture and they looked a certain way. And this person circled our son's house and our son was out on the patio and then it was like he was watching for this person and then came out front to greet this person. And he didn't know I was watching, but I knew. I thought, oh no, he is dealing drugs. So I sent him this text and I said, we know you lost your job. Don't resort to dealing. You will get caught. You are better than that, smarter than that. God gave you gifts, talents. I believe in you. You have a purpose that others are waiting for. So I sent him that text for many reasons. We can encourage our children by letting them know that we're not a fan of their choices. There's nothing wrong with that. They need to know that. Well, he texted me back and he hadn't texted me for a while. He texted me back and he said, OMG, please give me a break. I'm so glad you are choosing to believe the worst. I start working somewhere else on Monday. And I texted him back, congratulations, I'm not surprised. Now, that exchange might seem odd to you, but I wanted him to know that I believed in him. He didn't have a new job. He hadn't responded to my text prior to that, but I hit a thorn in him. I elicited some kind of emotion. Yes, it was anger, but he knew I was there, didn't he? He knew that I was concerned that I loved him, that I was watching out for him. And um, he was defensive, right? But it was because he knew I was right. Um, and, and he couldn't admit it. I, I was making him accountable in my own way. I don't know if that was right or wrong. But I'm just here to say, believe in your child. Never give up. If your addicted loved one is your friend and happy with you all the time, you're probably doing something wrong. It's when they won't talk to us or when they, when we can elicit a response like I did in Ryan um, that we're doing something right. The antidote to addiction is connecting, is connectivity. Stay connected, even if it's through positive quotes that you text to them, or it's sharing a story about something that happened in your day, be there. Let them know that you're in the wings of their life, watching and still loving and maybe um, not encouraging them on this resistance to change journey, right? But never stop believing in them. Uh, Say, I believe in you. When you're ready to change, God will show up and you will begin to see the light and the blessings. I hope that this little um, excerpt on believing has brought you hope today, and 
I encourage you to stay steadfast on this journey and never give up. God bless.